And now, talking some North Alabama high school football and sharing lukewarm takes from around the SEC, it's the potentially award-winning Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Welcome in to the Three and Out pregame show, everyone. Um, we did not see you last week. We took the week off. Uh, so there's a lot to get to tonight. So big game in Gunnersville tonight. Boaz Pirates come to town. Gunnersville has a chance to win another region title. They win this game tonight. They wrap it up. They will host a first-round playoff game. Um, Boaz is obviously coming in after a loss to Fairview, so they're looking like they got something to prove. Boaz is a pretty good team, pretty athletic and fast. So it should be a pretty good game um, uh, for at least a little bit. I think it will be. And then obviously we got some college football to get to. Last week when we did not see you, Alabama and Auburn both were enjoying wins. Now this week, back down to earth for both of them. So let's get into everything. I'm joined by Zach Ross and John Davis Rollins. Guys, how's it going this morning? Uh, drop back down to earth like a like a <laughs> rock, like a boulder. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, rough rough feeling for both teams. Um, you know, Auburn had uh, you know dropped the the game earlier in the year, mm-hmm. um, and so maybe it didn't hit them quite as hard to lose to you know probably probably now the best team in the country um, was at home. But you know um, they kind of they they fought for at least three quarters and uh but with Alabama there's just so much frustration yep. uh, I think throughout the fan base and um it's a, it's a, it's a new day let's just let's keep <laughs> let's keep all of our talk about last weekend to a minimum I agree um and then obviously you know even even coach Reese I I said this after the Bama game I think he gave high school coaches around the state something to tell their team on Sunday you can't just put right. a uniform on and win right. correct <laughs> yeah we were just talking it's not just a slice of humble pie. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the whole yeah. pie. Yeah. Right. For sure. You know? And, you know, Gunnersville really experienced that. I mean, dang, off the bat for the season. Yeah. At the Hanley game. And they have obviously turned it around so well. I've been I've been really, really impressed with this Gunnersville team. Mainly, I mean, we knew the passing game was going to be potent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've been really impressed with, with how well this run game has gotten going, especially behind this offensive line. We know what Logan Pate's going to bring every night, but he's still got to have the guys in front of him. Right. And they've stepped up. All things considered, they're replacing three positions on that offensive line. I think they've done great this year. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, they definitely have. Um, and, and that's going to be, I think, a, a real key tonight is uh, being physical. I mm-hmm. think I think Boaz struggled a little bit with Fairview with their physicality. We kind of talked about that yeah. uh, the other week. And yeah, you got to be – got to win up up front got to win those battles up front and be more physical and kind of because you've you've got you know Boaz has Eli Jacobs Mm -hmm. who's kind of ran all over a lot of teams but uh, you know Gunnersville I think probably has the advantage when it comes to just all around skill players quarterback wide receiver all that Um, so you got to win that you can't give Boaz the advantage up front yeah Boaz is definitely uh, they're athletic they're fast Um, coach Reese talks about it later in the in the coach show how they probably have one of, if not the best left tackle at least, that they're going to see all year long on this Boaz team. Coach Sullivan does a great job. Um, one of, he, Co- coach Jeremy Sullivan's easily one of my favorite coaches right. in Marshall County. As soon as he got the job and I interviewed him on like day five that he was here, just a great guy, fun to be around. I know his players have to be, you know, just 
every day coming to play for him in practice has got to be a lot of fun. And he's done a great job in the in the few years that he's been here. So uh, Boaz is currently sitting at six and two, Guntersville six and one, ranked ranked number five in the state. So it's a Boaz game. It's at home. It's for the region championship. So it's got everything you want a Boaz game. It does. And the the one thing that I noticed when I was looking at the uh, depth charts just a second ago. The starting eleven on both sides of the ball for Boaz are juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how often do you see that? Yeah, with a program. Yeah, and I mean they're only a few plays away, really, from being eight and zero. I mean, right. they had Madison County, which is a not a bad team. Uh, they 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 got beat close in that game, and then obviously they get beat close in the Fairview game. We know Fairview's not a not some pushover team, I and mean, this is probably the second best team in the region. Could easily be the best team in the region. Uh, they just, man, they play a lot of players both ways. Yeah, Fairview does, and that was going to be tough for them to to overcome that against Gunnersville. But they, that's impressive that Fairview was able to go on the road last week and knock off Boaz. Get that win, yeah. On the turf. I was the only one that believed in the Fairview Aggies <laughs> last week. I, I, they're they're good, man. I mean, they're really good in the backfield. Um, you know that t- that would have been a great game to go check out. If you're just checking out high school football, I, th- I, th- I think they're really good. I just thought Boaz being at home and yeah. the excitement and all that that they yeah. would they would pull through and and it was close. I mean, it came down to the wire. Almost, you you never want to trade a home game for anything, but you almost kind of wish we could get to go see that turf at Boaz. I know, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be nice. Uh, we'll see the we'll see How the turf. Funny. We'll see we'll the see turf. It next year. At, at, no, we'll see it. Two weeks from now in Albertville. How funny. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or next year in April. We don't have to go to Boaz for that. That's true. You're right. Hopefully we'll have it before too long. That's another conversation. <laughs> uh, so, you know, going on into this this rivalry. So this is the 79th meeting. Uh, Gunnersville leads at 52-24-2. and 24 and two. You know, this is going to be the third straight playoff appearance for Boaz. Right. Which goes to tell you everything that Jeremy Sullivan has done in this job so far because – if you guys remember just a few years ago, the team was dreadful. Right. I mean, Boaz's program was not good, and uh, Coach Sullivan has come in and completely changed that around. Um, you know, give him give him a lot of credit. That Boaz community always gets behind their football team. Expect a big crowd tonight, which is why, to me, it's so important to have not only a county opponent in your region, but to make sure you're playing these county games. And that's why I think Coach Reese, Coach Osmond, all these guys in Marshall County, Coach Sullivan, they're committed to playing one another. And it's for reasons like this right here. I mean, we're going to see a huge crowd tonight. And Pirate, I mean, the Pirate Nation yeah. <laughs> travels yep. just like Auburn does. Yeah. This was this was one of those games where you know uh, they the parking before they kind of like included the parking with the price of the ticket mm-hmm. uh, they would uh, like let the spring sports or whatever like hey you can volunteer and park cars yeah. and then you get the you get like a dollar for each car and mm-hmm. I was always like yeah either give me the Averbal game yeah or give me the Boaz <laughs> game and it was always like a fight to try to get in there I mean we're talking several months before the games were played yeah. the coaches were like yeah hey give me the give yeah. me that Boaz game and this this would be yeah there's gonna be a lot of cars you better get there early yeah. tonight, if, right now. You need to yeah. get there right now. Yeah, and you also need to get your tickets on GoFan. I have been meaning to mention this for the last few weeks um, at the request of Gunnersville Athletic Director Darren James. I apologize, Darren. Go to GoFan to get your tickets. There are no paper tickets. You need to get them online and show up with your ticket on your phone or 
something. It's a digital ticket. It's not a paper ticket. So please don't show up thinking you're going to buy one of those. So, right. So please. Right. <laughs> I'm reiterating that fact because I forgot to do so the last two weeks. Uh, I mean, you, also, can still, you can still buy a ticket at the game, but you have to buy it on GoFan. Right. Wrong. You've got to buy it on GoFan. And yes. they should – I think they have a, a QR code where yeah. it will take you to the – Yeah. On the yeah, – I mean, pretty much every – you've been in several Bama games this yes. year. There are no – it's all on your phone now, isn't it? It's on your phone, and 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 they're they're honestly talking about going back to paper tickets mm-hmm. because they're having a shortage of staff. It's taking ha- so long. Well, yeah, we're having a shortage of yeah. just people to work, yeah. you know, everywhere, and so they're talking about you know that it it takes it just takes time with people people roaming through their phones, well, can't find the tickets, whatever. You remember as a student. Um, you had your car, you just get your at your card. Your at card, yeah. That's what they need to do. Yes, a card. Just swipe it, and if you've got the ticket, you've got it. If you don't, you don't. They do that in uh, like in England for like soccer yeah. season tickets. Everybody just gets a card and, yeah. and they swipe it and they yeah. go right in through the turnstile. Anyway, that's our that's our uh, get back on subject here. So <laughs> go to GoFan, get your ticket. Um, also, go to uh, the Guntersville Broadcast Podcast. Please like and subscribe uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can listen to this show. With uh, along with a lot of other things that we've got going on here at ninety five point nine, so get over there, um, subscribe to the podcast. It's the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. Um, anywhere you find podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find us. So go check it out. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear from our friends from Alpha. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Gunnersville Boaz game. So stay tuned. The Three and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Pax Nursery and Garden Center, rooted in family tradition for over 50 years and proud supporters of Friday Night High School football broadcasts. Pax Nursery now has a huge selection of plants, including Encore Azaleas, Hydrania's, Roses, Camellias, Gardenias, Japanese Maples, and much, much more. They also stock wind chimes, concrete statuary, pottery, and almost any landscape supply you're in need of. Visit Pax Nursery on Highway 168 between Boaz and Kilpatrick and also in Gadsden on Rainbow Drive. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn Murphy are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Huddle House is proud to have been part of the Gunnersville community for over 30 years and are equally proud of the success of Gunnersville High School and their athletics. 
Huddle House was founded on hometown values, serving freshly prepared quality homestyle food in a warm, friendly environment that brings the community together. Huddle House, Southern Dining Restaurants. Any meal, any time, and no better place to gather and eat after Friday night football. Go Wildcats! From everyone at SoCo Roofing, proud to meet all of North Alabama's roofing needs. You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand in hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at our office in Gunnersville at 256-244-7973. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. And now back to the three and out pregame show. And welcome back in the three and out pregame show. So we were talking a little bit about Boaz head coach Jeremy Sullivan a minute ago. Um, he's in his fifth year. He's now 25 and 26 overall. Guntersville won this game last year 56 to 14. And this always seems like a game coming in, not always, but the past few years with Coach Sullivan there. This has seemed like a game coming in where, you know, Guntersville's going to have to be really on it tonight. Um, but it just hadn't been that close the last few years. And I got a feeling I think it will look pretty close until about halftime. Um, I think it's going to look very similar that it did the last game that Guntersville played where they against Fairview. Right. Where, where they were trying to – trying to fill things out this Boaz team is fast yeah so it's gonna with a week off and not to mention it feels like August it's gonna feel like August tonight outside right. so humidity is gonna be a factor again the week off it's gonna be interesting to see this this Gunnersville team uh, adjust to the speed yeah um and and that's why I said earlier you know physicality you mm-hmm. got to win up on the lines yeah I think I think all around Gunnersville probably has the advantage at the skill position but it is close it's closer than it is most weeks yeah um in our region um mm-hmm. probably I would say with Jacobs you probably have um one of the better uh skill players uh at running back number 34 there for, for Boaz probably that we're going up against all year so got to win it up front the speed I mean, you guys, some some of the college coaches, speed doesn't matter as much if you get dominated up front. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can, the quarterback can't get the ball out mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, things like that. So, uh, so yeah, I think uh, you get, I think the focus for me anyways would be we got to dominate both lines of scrimmage mm-hmm. and then everything else will take care of itself. We have the skilled position uh, players to, to match up with them. Yeah, and obviously, too, you want to you wanna get going as quick as you can at home. Yeah, I th- and I think Logan Pate's the key to that. Yeah. Um, this game obviously means something to him, uh, you know, because last year if there was a, a Heisman Award. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about that Heisman moment. He had that last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you run for 220 and have six touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty impressive. So I think that's how we start, you know, and start early and dominate like Zach was talking about, the line of scrimmage. Yeah, um, and obviously now we're to that point where the region is really starting to kind of shape up. Um, you know, Gunnersville. Boaz is sitting right now at four and one in the region, so obviously with a win tonight, they go five and one, they'd be tied with, with Gunnersville. Um as it looks right now, if Gunnersville was to win tonight, which we all expect that they will, that'll put that'll give Gunnersville the, the region championship, put Fairview in second place. Boaz probably will finish third. And then West Point and Douglas will be fighting for that fourth spot and um 
When when is that game? Is that well? It can't. It's got to be this week because it can't be next week, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't believe they've played. Well, right now, uh, I do know that West Point is. West, um, yeah, West Point's at Douglas tonight. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Um, man, what I mean, you, if you if you have a hard time getting up for that one, yeah. then you you know you just might might as well go ahead and mark it as a loss. I, mean, I like the Douglas Eagles tonight. Playoffs too. on the line. That, who? Yeah. I wonder who that. What's the cross? Do you know the cross areas yet? That's something we probably need to look yeah, up. Yeah, it's it's it's. Pleasant Grove, Ramsey, all those guys for again. first round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's that's the that's the cross this year. Who did we play in the first round last year? It was Hayden. Hayden in the first round last year. And Hayden's in that one. Yeah, with with them, right? No, and no, no, they're not. And what I was planning on, so I can look that up. Yeah, because it's going to be the same crosses as it was last year. And and I didn't want to get the cart before the horse. I want Gunnersville to take care of business tonight, obviously, and I think they they will. So next week we take care. Gunnersville takes care of business tonight, wins the region. Next week we pretty well have a, a playoff show. You know we can we're pretty well going to start seeing exactly how the playoffs look next week because this Douglas West Point game is really going to show something tonight. Um, I think Fairview's pretty well locked up the second spot. Um, they've played the best two teams in the region, split with them, got beat by Gunnersville, beat beat Boaz. And I do think – I think Fairview is the second-best team in the region. Um, I think just overall talent-wise, that backfield is really good for Fairview. I don't think they'll have much trouble in the first round either. So, we're we're looking at, at first or second, right? Uh, well, and uh, yeah, it's first or second yeah. in the uh, um, in the area. Well, no, it, it, well they're going to host a home game. They're going to host a playoff game. So, it could still we – could, we could still have a three-way tie. If Boaz were to beat – uh, Gunnersville tonight. That mm-hmm. would give all three teams one loss. So then it would be. Yes. So there's still the realm of possibility. Yes. Tonight you could you if you lose, you could very well be third. Yes. You win, you're first. Yes. So I was looking at the cross area, um, and I believe this is correct. If it's the same cross area as last year, the mm-hmm. same same region, first round would be against um, either Moody, Center Point, Lincoln, or Corner. Okay. Those teams are three through six in that region. Leeds and Alexandria, first and second. No one's catching them. Mm-hmm. Won't have to worry about them unless we finish. Yeah, uh, that. yeah I, and I, th- I think that's right. That's I'm going to go back and look during the break. I'm going to go back and look at the uh, the sports book just to make sure. But yeah, uh, you're going to get a sort of a Birmingham area, St. Clair County area okay. team, um, and they're they're going to be good. I mean, that region looks tough, especially. With Moody, Center Point, Lincoln, all just right there in the mm-hmm. middle, battling each other. Yeah, so that's what you. I mean, obviously, obviously, first and foremost, you want to avoid a loss. But man, you want to avoid that that mess of a three-way tie. You know, I mean, Gunnersville just wins tonight, takes care of it. Everything's buttoned up and ready. Right. And basically, we're just waiting on that fourth spot to see West Point or, or Douglas, because you know, I mean, I know Gunnersville still got West Point to go, but. I mean, you win your first, you get a home game. Right. <laughs> if you lose, you tie. You end up third, you, you travel. And that's the thing about this team. This team's been there, done that. You know what I mean? I think they've got they've got the, the, the right mindset going into this game. I think the week off was probably huge for them after two pretty pretty well sleepwalking wins um, over Douglas and Sardis. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing this team and how they respond immediately. You know, it's all about how how are you going to start? How are you going to set? Are you going to set the tempo? Are you going to set the attitude for the game? And that's what Gunnersville needs to do tonight. Um, 
as so, soon as possible. So I found the answer, there and it's go. actually different than last year. So they swap them up. Oh yeah. They don't do that in in soccer. So that's what I'm used to. It's just they don't the really same do it in basketball cross. either. Um. So actually, and it may work out. Uh, it may work out in our favor possibly. Um. And it it'll depend on what happens tonight, obviously, and then what happens in East Limestone and Russellville. But what mm-hmm. we would have is we'd play. Actually, we would avoid Pleasant Grove. Um, we would play if we win the area. We would play most likely uh, Fairfield mm-hmm. or John Carroll, um, and I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. Those are that's number four and five out of Region Five, so we would play number four out of Region Five. Right now, that's Fairfield, um, and uh, obviously another Birmingham area team. And then in the second round, we would play um, either East Limestone or Russellville. Nice. So that's a little bit different, uh, you know. We don't, we won't have. Just have depends that. on uh, how it looks. If you got to go to East Limestone or to Russellville, Guntersville is better than both those teams. Man, that's a haul. If you got to go to either one of those two teams, the <laughs> hell. But uh, it looks like we would be the the home team, um, unless uh, you know, unless that that Russellville East Limestone mm-hmm. is uh, upset. Mm-hmm. Um, we would be the home team gotcha. in that uh, second round game. That's gotcha. what it looks like to me. Guntersville will take care of business tonight and. Everything will be everything will be shaped up and, and ready to talk about next week. Right. If Guntersville wins this game tonight. So which is what they we expect them to do. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little college football. There is plenty to talk about on that front. This is the three and out pregame show, and we'll be right back. The three and out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance Agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Flex Mechanical is proudly pulling for the great competitors of Gunnersville High School. At Flex Mechanical, we can handle any of your welding service needs, as well as residential, specialty items such as hand railing and custom metal framed windows and doors. Give us a call at 256-960-1946 or stop by our location at 407 South Broad Street in Albertville. Flex Mechanical, proud sponsors of the Friday Night Football Broadcast. At Marshall Medical, fitness and wellness are more than just workouts. And physical therapy ranges from occupational rehab to certified athletic trainers. Until now, all those services were a part of Therapy Plus Fitness. But with our expanding programs, one name didn't tell the whole story. So we're introducing Marshall Wellness and Marshall Therapy and Sports Rehab. Two new names for the many services we offer. New programs, new look, new names, and the same strong commitment to a healthy community. People's Bank knows how much our community cares about high school athletics, and we share those same feelings for each and every one of our customers. At People's Bank, you can always count on our friendly and helpful staff to help get all your banking needs accomplished. Plus, we have five branches right here in Marshall County, so we're always close by to maintain personal relationships. Please visit peoplesbankal.com for all further information. Member FDIC. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. 
Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2021 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. And now back to the three and out pregame show. Welcome back into the three and out pregame show. Let's talk college football. We got plenty to talk about on that front. Um, so obviously, obviously, Alabama did was not present at Kyle Field for the first half. Uh, we were, we were present. The, we were present the third quarter. That's Our defense played extremely well the third quarter. Unfortunately, it's a four quarter game, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, okay. So I'm, we're just gonna jump right into it. So. To me, one of the things, if you can find something, if you really want to dig and dig and dig to find something to possibly complain about, Nick Saban about, it would be that he has that NFL mindset of delegation to where his coordinators are, are the charge. coordinators. Yeah. And Bill O'Brien elected <laughs> to run the ball three times from the four-yard line at one point in the game. You meant throw. Throw. Oh, yeah, sorry. He said run. <laughs> Throw, no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, just subconsciously thinking <laughs> yeah. my mind. Surely Should, he didn't surely do that. Surely he didn't do that. Yeah, three throws within the five-yard line um, when you've got a guy in the backfield who had 140 yards at that point, um, who has been in three national title games, Yeah. who could run behind a guy that's going to be one of the top five picks in the NFL draft. Why don't, why don't we turn around and give the ball to the uh, to the stud running back and let him run behind the stud, right on the offense line? It just um, boggled my mind to watch that. Yeah, um, that that's in, that that to me that was the worst part of the game as an Alabama fan was you know, w w and it shows it doesn't matter what happens in between the twenties. It's when when you get do you score? Mm -hmm. I mean Al Alabama outgained A and M by I think close to one hundred fifty yards. Mm -hmm but get down within the five and throw a pick and also, you know, have to settle for two field goals because you're you're throwing the ball. And, yeah. I, I I mean, Robinson had over 100, what is it, 150 yards? Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Get in there. I mean, that's just not Alabama football to me. That's the thing. Even like Lane Kiffin, when, they, when he got down the five. Yeah. He knew he had the studs in the backfield to put it in the end zone. Well, that's what baffles me, what I was just talking about, the saving, delegating. Kiffin was on as short of a leash as any coordinator's ever been on, and but now Bill, o, of course, Nick Saban in a way called Bill O'Brien out in the in the post game. I mean, between him and the defense coordinator, man, I am not, I am not a hate on Pete Golden guy. I'm a so you're not going to get that out of me. But I'm not. The the story to me, <clears throat> de defensive wise, is first drive on defense. Malachi Moore gets. Yeah, yeah. Gets, what was he doing? Gets Does he deserve argu to be? arguably the best player in Alabama's secondary? Well, and he he's the signal caller. Does he deserve to be yeah. thrown out for something like that? No. Absolutely not. It, but it was idiotic. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't as, put soon yourself as, happened, as soon as it happened, I said, well, Malachi's gone. They're going to throw him out. That's why he's telling my players, you can't put yourself in the situation where the ref can make a bad yes. call against you. Yeah. And that's just, that you know, it, it, it's like everybody's complaining about the Dodgers-Giants game last night mm-hmm. about the check swing. Oh, yeah. Well, don't check swing, and, and, <laughs> and, you know, you don't put yourself in that position. Exactly. Don't, you know, uh, so you can't you, – you, you just can't be the, – the quarterback had already released it. Uh-huh. And even if it wasn't targeting, it, it was a 15-yard penalty because he hit the quarterback in the head. Yeah, exactly. Um, even if he if he if it w- wasn't technically targeting, mm-hmm. I mean, I think under the rule it is, but they really need to revisit that. I so think you're all d- fans. Would so you're down Malachi Moore, you're down Drew Sanders, Chris Allen's already out. You're you got a secondary that's still trying to find itself. It's a perfect storm, and then Alabama simply didn't play well. I'd said after that Florida game, this team's going to get beat. Quarterback's too young. As good as he is, he's too young. Um, and then you put the game in his hands pretty much. You just didn't expect it last weekend. I, yeah. I, I would have expected it uh, maybe in Auburn, um, you know, this potentially. Get beat again. This weekend they can. Weekend, tomorrow Alabama could get beat again. And then, depending on how Tennessee is looking, I mean, I know Tennessee's got some, some extreme struggles <laughs> when it comes to our Man. roster overall, but – I mean, I mean, you think those Starkville fans tonight or tomorrow are going to put up their cowbells and say, "Oh well, let's just take it easy right. on Alabama"? <laughs> no, you're going to go into a pretty rough environment, and I'm I'm expecting Brian Robinson to get 30 carries. I uh, think yeah. Saban said it on his radio show. I mean, he kind of threw O'Brien under the he bus did. because they said, "Like, what did you see from A and M uh, that caused you to to you know throw the ball or whatever?" You know, what he was like. To be honest with you. I don't think we really saw anything that scared us away. We probably should have ran the ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that directly, but well, everybody got the point. And you mentioned Lane Kiffin's short leash. The difference between Lane and O'Brien is that O'Brien's up in the booth. Yeah, that's true. Lane was standing right beside him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we're sitting here talking about the small, minute things that got Bama beat by three, and there's Auburn fans listening, screaming, saying, <laughs> At least you didn't drop 333 passes in one game. Uh, that was unreal. I've never seen so many drop balls. You can't blame that on Bo. And as as much as he has struggled this year, Bo Nix, and he he's finally putting balls on the money against the best defense in the country, and they're just straight dropping them. And it goes to show maybe Harson's had it right getting rid of the wide receiver coach a few weeks back. I don't I don't know if I would even say he got it right because it hasn't I think the play has gotten worse. <laughs> I mean, they had, God. what, three or four drops in the game before he got let go, and then last week, literally, I think it was like I don't know, 12. it was 300, but yeah, it was, it was over, what, yeah. What you're seeing with that is is Malzahn's inability to recruit yeah. um, really high-quality or elite receivers and skill players. You know, you got Bigsby and, and you got Knicks. Where's um, my but, boy? What has happened to my boy? Tank Bigsby. He's being outshined by – Robinson is what he's doing right now. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I, I've been surprised that he's been a non-factor. Well, defenses can load up when you know that it doesn't matter if Bo yeah. Nix puts the ball right on the money that his receiver's not going to catch it. Man, you, you can You can absolutely just load up the box and, and stop the and run. On top of that, offensive line is not that good. Y- yeah, they're still having struggles too. But, I mean, you got to help your guy out. If he puts a ball on the money you got to haul it in. So, Auburn is at Arkansas tomorrow. Ooh. It's an 11 a.m. kick. They Auburn has to go to 2 Fayette-Nom at 11 a.m. Uh, the Tiger Tailgate Show will be in at 8 a.m. right here on WTWX. So, be sure to tune in. Uh, the rest of the slate for the day, 
Florida goes to Baton Rouge at 11 a.m. A&M is at Missouri at 11 a.m. You watch A&M will lose. That'll just be par for the course when it comes to how teams seemingly on point for the tide and then travel did, to did you see that? Field did you see that photo beat. that got shared about who's beating who this year in the SEC? Uh-uh. It's, I'll find it. It yeah. is insane. Kentucky is at Georgia at 2.30. What, what do we think about that game? There, there's a part of me that thinks Georgia's about to bring Kentucky down to reality. I think Georgia's going to curb stomp I, them. I keep – I'm just going to keep – I'm just going to keep on uh, going against Georgia, um, at least as far as the spread goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Georgia wins. So uh, 25 is a lot of 25 points. 25 is a lot of points. Ken- lot of points. Kentucky has the best defense that Georgia has seen. Yeah. They're, Kentucky is not going to be able to move the ball. No one has been able to move the ball against Georgia. Um, Kentucky's got some some ballers on the outside though on offense. I think it's going to be like twenty four to ten. I, th- I really Something I like really that. believe mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Kentucky's got some as as Saban and Alabama uh, people call dogs. Kentucky's yeah. got some dogs. They do on defense. I mean, they this, really do. This is a nine or ten win team, right? Without a doubt, it's right. just Georgia's strong at this point of the season. Of course, I, offensively, I don't think Georgia's that dynamic. You know, I right. think if you can, especially if Stetson Bennett the fourth starts, that's the only way you can pronounce right. that name. Right, Stetson Bennett the fourth. Bama at Mississippi <laughs> State, six o'clock ESPN. It's another game. Bama comes in looking like they did against A and M. This is a good offense at Mississippi State. It's a very good defense at Mississippi State. You know, they can't have another another lull, first half lull. Yeah, like it's going. It, you you know, have the cowbells. I think it's going to look more like what 2019 did. Yeah, you know we're down there. They mm-hmm. get up, we and then we score with like a minute right. and a half left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be close. I really do. I think it'll be a very close game. Yeah. And then Ole Miss at Tennessee, Kiffin's Ooh. return. That's to gonna Rocky be Top. fun. I, I really wish that we yeah. didn't play at Alabama yeah, uh, at six because man, yeah. I would really want to watch Ole Miss Tennessee. Ole Miss <laughs> Tennessee will definitely be on the iPad. You've got you've got Kiffin going back to Tennessee, yeah. which he's already been as a coordinator, but yeah. th- I think this is the first time as a coach. Playing against Tennessee, Tennessee is having a bit of a revival. They mm. actually look like a quality offensive yeah. team. Um, and then we know what Ole Miss is, and uh, they squeaked by Arkansas. Mm-hmm. That is gonna, We're going to find out if Tennessee's for real. Tennessee beats Ole Miss because Ole Miss is favored. I think they will. If Tennessee beats Ole Miss, boy, that game next weekend in Tuscaloosa. I think Tennessee beats them. Hendon Hooker has looked great. I think he's exactly the quarterback that Josh Hopple needs in that offense, and I think he's looked great. Now they're down at running back at Tennessee, but what is what is CBS thinking? Didn't CBS isn't CBS putting next week next weekend putting LSU and Ole Miss? Yeah, on you've yeah. got Bama and Tennessee. Why yeah, in the sure world do you not take that? I'm not sure what happened there. Um, That's going to end up a night game on ESPN. Yeah, Just, I mean you could have what Tennessee's has they, have they lost? They've lost one. Tennessee's lost two, two, two. So they got they lost early on in the season, yeah. but since then. I mean, oh, they look great, and they, yeah, they they haven't played like you know world beaters. Um, he's but, exceeding what, but sixty two points, I think it was on Missouri. Hopple's, at Missouri, Hopple's exceeding what was expected of him oh, already. Yeah. Oh, um, those fans, I know those Vol fans, and I'm sure we've well, got that's a the few thing. The, listening. The home field advantage is finally back at Rocky Top. Yep, so that's why I think Ole Miss is going to have is going to have some. You know, they're doing the, they're doing the checkerboard oh, first time Lord. this year too. Oh Lord! Oh whoa! Yeah, bring it on! Here we go! Kiffin returns to Rocky <laughs> Top. Well, that's our college football talk for this segment. Of When we come back, 
We're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese, as we do every week. Then we're going to wrap up the show and throw it up to Greg and Joel. So we'll be right back. The 3 and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry. Specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry. The best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2021 season. What makes a better banking experience? Well, a lot goes into it, but the heart of the equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days, that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Lake City Motors Body Shop is a one-stop shop for all of your auto body needs. James and Joan Chambliss, owners and all employees of Lake City Motors, pride themselves on quality work and excellent customer service. Lake City Motors is located down Highway 79 in Gunnersville. James and Joan have served our community for over 40 years and they support the Gunnersville Wildcats. Lake City Motors, striving for customer satisfaction and a great customer experience. Sand Mountain Toyota is a proud supporter of Guntersville Wildcat football. Hey folks, Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're proud sponsors of Guntersville Wildcat football and cheerleaders. Go Wildcats, have a great season, and check out our first-time driver program. Sand Mountain Toyota, more than a dealership, a community partner, inviting you to shop online and view their entire inventory. Quality automotive services and unrivaled customer service. Go Wildcats, from Mark and the entire staff at Sand Mountain Toyota. The staff at Downtown 412 want to wish the Wildcats a great season. Downtown 412 is Guntersville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to always visit their Facebook page and check out the constantly changing daily specials and live music schedules. Go Wildcats from Downtown 412 in Guntersville. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Football fans, I know you like ball, I know you like savings, and you certainly gonna get plenty of each. Football at Chorbelee with the Pirates and the Wildcats and the three-day sale at Foodland across from the high school. Yes, sir. We're going to be featuring Freshland large eggs for 99 cents a dozen. Just one of the many specials during our three-day sale this weekend at Foodland. Welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Uh, another week. Coach, last week you guys had the week off. Um, just talk a little bit about getting some rest and, and what did you see in preparation coming up for this Boaz game? 
Yeah, fall break uh, kind of coincided with our off weeks. So that was good. We were able to give the players and coaches a few days off. And then came in and uh, got to work early on this very talented Boas team. So, fell at a good time. Uh, this is a huge game this week. Managed, we managed to get some guys well, as well as do some extra conditioning last week. So, uh, uh, just sets up for a big game. Yeah, it's obviously a really big home game. It's also <clears throat> going to be senior night for you guys. Um, you know, just talk about this this group of seniors and, and what you hope to see out of this crowd to come out and, and really support this group. Yeah, we're going to begin senior night at 630. And we're going to recognize not only the football players, but also the cheerleaders and the band members. we got 15 seniors this year. Uh, they've done a good job for stepping up. we got a, about three first-year seniors, which is kind of odd. But uh, some of those guys have uh, – I know Chase, Chase Cornelius has started for us at defensive end, did a great job. Uh, some other guys contributed on special teams. But um, really good group. Hope everybody will come out early and honor our seniors. Yeah, and you got a chance, you know, with this Boaz team, obviously a, a talented group. They've had a few really close games in the in the two losses that they have. Um, talk a little bit about this team. What should we expect from this uh, team coached by Coach Jeremy Sullivan? Yeah, when you look at them, they could, uh, they could easily be uh, undefeated at this point. Uh, lost a really close game to, to Fairview and then mm-hmm. lost to a talented Madison County team. But uh, – Coach Sullivan does a good job. His staff does. Uh, they've got a good game plan every week. Uh, really big offensive line. Quarterback and running back are back from last year. Quarterback's a dual threat guy with a lot of speed. Running back, I think, rushed for 280 uh, last week against Douglas. I think they had they broke the school record last week for over 500 yards rushing. So, uh, you know, when people are running the ball, they're, uh, they're not turning it over and they're keeping it away from your offense, which is, I'm sure, something they're going to want to do. So, we got to make sure that we uh, limit that rushing attack, and we got to make sure we score able to get the ball because as potent as they've been, uh, we don't want to get in a kind of a shootout with them. Yeah, and you know this is the another another region game. We got one more on the schedule before we wrap it up to just talk about how important it is to to make sure you secure at least one home game in the playoffs. Sure, this is our last regularly scheduled uh, home game. We're on the road the last two for the for the regular season. If we win this, we'd win the region championship, which puts us at home the first round, which is critical because we match up with the region five, which is uh, <clears throat> Ramsey, Fairfield, Parker, Pleasant Grove. I mean, four really good teams, yeah. and you would at least like to have them at home. So uh, if we drop this, we'd be in a three-way tie for first with Fairview and Boaz. So we don't want to get involved in all those tiebreakers. We just need to uh, look at the task at hand, take care of business this week. You've had a guy like uh, Logan Pate really running the ball really well the last few games um, and then obviously has the week off. This is, just talk about a guy like that and how, how important is he down the stretch when you when you start getting into crunch time? Yeah, well, you know, last uh, last game, Cole got a lot of attention like he should have going 15-15. to 15. That's something we don't do very much. And yeah, had a number of receivers, had over 100 yards receiving and had a big night, but uh, – you didn't really give any attention to Logan, who scored five touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people just kind of take Logan for granted. He's been so consistent so many uh, for so many years, but uh, he's kind of the heart and soul of the of the offense. When we get him going, then it opens up the passing game. So, uh, and it's good because people can't just load the box where they used to to sure. us to stop our run because we can't throw it effectively. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to get uh, we got to get both sides of the ball going, and that offensive line that had three new starters. They need to continue to improve. So, uh, just looking for a big night for our offense if we keep going and doing what we're doing this year. This defensive unit has seemed to improve just week after week after week. Uh, you know, where would you where would you say maybe this this defense has improved the most to this point? Well, we had three new starters at linebacker, and uh, 
we face so many no, no huddle teams and various formations that it puts a lot of pressure on those guys, especially Ben Biddle, to get us lined up. Uh, then, you know, we lost Kuttner the first series of that opening game against Hanley. So he's gotten back in the lineup, and we're seeing him getting closer and closer to being the old Miller Kuttner. And uh, we're a different defense with him on the field. Uh, the big thing this week is we've got to stop the run and put them in long yardage passing situations. If we let them get five, six yards on first down, it's going to be tough to stop them. Once they get to midfield, they're going to go for it on fourth down, and it's hard enough to stop somebody with three downs, let mm-hmm. alone four. So uh, going to be a lot on us to really get them off the field early and not let them sustain drives. I'll talk a little bit about the the, the wide receiving core because obviously you know it's, it's a deep, it's a deep uh, group. It's a good group. Talk a little bit about um, – uh, Kennedy in, in the slot, he 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 always seems to be, Mr. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what you want to call him, but he always makes these great grabs, and he always seems to be, you know, in the right place at the right time, and it seems like he's running great routes. Yeah, Sam uh, is a first year starter for us, so you know we we lost Jack and, and knew we had a big hole to fill, but uh, uh, Sam had his biggest game of his career last week. I think he had five catches, had a mm-hmm. touchdown, and had a big long touchdown run. But uh, you're right. He worked extremely hard in the offseason. He runs really good routes. Uh, he and Cole have got a good rapport. And then you've got uh, Fusell, who's made, you know, a lot of big catches. And then Cooper yeah. Davidson, who's back from last year, that's always just been a consistent guy. Uh, so, John Michael McElrath's also a, a receiver that uh, can make plays. So, anytime you've got more than just one guy that's a threat to catch the ball – Obviously, it's easier on the quarterback, but it puts a lot more pressure on the secondary for the for our opponent as well. we'll touch on Boaz just for just for a minute more. What what do they um, what do they do really well on offense? If if you're not familiar with Boaz, what what should you expect when you come watch this Pirates team? Yeah, just a big physical offensive line. Their left tackle number fifty five is probably as good as any uh, lineman we've seen this year. And then their quarterbacks, like I said, he's back from last year. He's got a lot of speed. Uh, number 34, their running back is a little guy, but he he makes big plays when he touches the ball. So, uh, And then a team that runs the ball that effectively, if you go to sleep on the back end, they can big play you through the air. So uh, just a old-school power football on offense. And then uh, defense, they're very sound. They've got a, a kicker that does a great job for them on kickoffs. He sky kicks kind of like Pablo used to for us, yeah. which uh, puts, puts pressure on you when you've got those uh, – Guys bearing down on you covering kicks, and you're looking up in the air having to signal fair catch. It's tough on anybody, right. so we got to handle that well. Just to, you know, as I told the kids, even if it wasn't for the region championship, it's still a county rival in Boaz. So uh, you can't make this game so big that you lose sight on doing your job. If we do our job and play football like we have throughout the year, the game will take care of itself. But uh, should be a big crowd there from both communities. I know everybody gets excited about Gunnersville Boaz. They've got a good team. Hopefully we'll do our part. Just should be a great night. Coach, appreciate it. Hopefully we wrap up this region championship tonight. All right, thank you. Fans, tremendous savings await you at Foodland this weekend because our three-day sale is in effect right this instant through tomorrow. You can buy Easy Peel Shrimp, two pounds for $9.99. That's just a sample. There's a buggy full of savings awaiting you at Foodland this weekend. We're across from the high school. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away.
So that was Coach Reese. Obviously, Coach has enjoyed the week off last week, and then, um, you know, he feels like they had a good week of preparation going into this Boaz game. And, you know, like I said earlier, I think they need to come out. They need to, like you talked about, Zach, show some physicality quickly and put a stamp on this game. Put your mark on this game before you even get out of the first quarter. Right, right. Yeah, got got to got to be got to show them that they're in uh, for four quarters mm-hmm. of a fight up front. Okay, yeah, yeah well, y'all have got some speed. Y'all have got uh, some great skill players. We do too. Show them up front who's boss, and I promise you, you things will be so much easier for you in the third and fourth quarter because mm-hmm. there's only so many times that you can get hit by these guys like Royce Balkum like uh, uh, the uh, Brian kid up front, like uh, Miller Kuttner. Yeah. I mean, I could – By the way, t- he's about, almost back to 100%. I wouldn't want to – you know, you, you watch that uh, that Wilder and F- Fury fight. Yeah. It's like, w- would you would you want to go one round with a guy like Miller Kuttner, much less 12 mm-hmm. rounds? Yeah. When they know that they're in for a 12-round fight with guys like that, I, I, I expect things will be a whole lot easier yep. for the Wildcats. So – Next week, this game, are we talking about who? Probably Logan Pate. I, I'm Logan Pate. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I think it's one of those games se- where Senior night. Yeah. I think it's going to be him, and then I think Miller's going to have a game. Yeah, I do, too. Brian Robinson, Tank Bigsby, <laughs> and uh, Logan Pate. There you go. Give them the ball. There you go. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I couldn't agree Run more. the ball. Run the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think – I, I can see uh, I can see Logan having a big game tonight. Oh, yeah. Really putting this team on his shoulders and taking the region championship home with them. And hopefully next week we'll be talking about playoffs and how they look and have a really good idea of what everything's going to look like once we get into the first week of the playoffs. But um, good show today. Uh, glad to be back. Hope everybody has a good time at the game tonight. It's going to feel like August, but um, cool weather's on its way. Everybody, everybody hang in there. Um, but I'm Joe Cagle, Zach Ross, John Davis Rollins. Thank y'all so much. It's the three and out pregame show. We are going to send it up to Greg and Joel in the press box. Hope y'all have a good night. <laughs>